It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Coyotes Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio, here to talk to you about all things Arizona Coyotes, Tucson Roadrunners. I've been covering the, both those teams for the last four years or so, FritFiveForHowling.com. All the good stuff coming up on this episode. Two games took place Monday night, Tucson Roadrunners and San Jose Barracuda in the Tucson Arena, and over... In St. Louis, Arizona Coyotes taking on the St. Louis Blues for the fourth of six, maybe even seven times this week. We'll get more of that later in this episode. But first, let's talk about this first game, or this fourth game for St. Louis uh, against Arizona. And uh, let's say what a game it was. Arizona battling. And having themselves another phenomenal game that really, it, you know, actually came as a shocker to you know, quite a few of us. I mean, Arizona stayed in, stayed in, the, uh, in the battle uh, most of the game. They always had an answer. Uh, they, uh, you know, tied it at 1-1 when it went 2-1, uh, got it right back. The two the uh, goal scorers for St. Louis, um, the two goal scorers were uh, David Perron and Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly scoring two goals for the St. Louis Blues, and the and the um, I mean both those teams slightly battered up, so not really much to expect um, to see how this game would have gone. But uh, Arizona had a uh, you know, they had a fight in them. The main answering goals uh, that went tit for tat with St. Louis for the majority of the game was uh, from Connor Garland and Christian Dvorak, uh, who, in just a bit, you'll find out, made another contribution, both those players, later on in the game. And then when Ryan O'Reilly of St. Louis made it 3-2, it kept that way for quite a bit uh, through the third period. And it, as that clock wind, wound down, it really looked like it was going to be tough. Arizona. Pulling Darcy Kemper with about two minutes left or so, uh, trying to figure things out. And then uh, a penalty gets called on St. Louis. So, uh, you know, Arizona trying to maybe go six on on four or whatever it was. And then uh, a penalty gets called on... Uh, well, matching penalties gets called against St. Louis and, and as well as Arizona's Connor Garland. Uh, I think St. Louis w- was for uh, cooking and uh, Connor Garland get, gets called for embellishment, which is which is qu- quite a strange penalty if you really ask me the way it, the way it went down. I'm not going to complain because uh, because it was matching penalties. Uh, it still helped Arizona have the man advantage while also have pull, uh, pulling the uh, then Darcy Kemper for the extra skater. And Arizona had a huge uh, 
uh, offensive forecheck for the majority of that last minute. Uh, you know, and I was, I'll tell you, uh, you know, going, going through those last few, uh, seconds really kind of, uh, got my heart pumping. Cause I was, I was like, oh man, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen here. I'm seeing all this pressure. I'm seeing all this pressure. And then the, uh, the hero of the day, Clayton Keller, point two seconds remaining. Ties it for Arizona, forces overtime, and thus the rest is history from that. No one scores in the overtime period, and that goes to a shootout. And then in the shootout, I'm sure we can all guess um, who the uh, who the main guys were for for, for that uh, shootout period. And if you guessed either Connor Garland. Or Christian Dvorak, you're both right. Both of them goes and makes uh, and and helps this game go on, and uh, helps Arizona make the win. But again, all props to Clayton Keller for even getting that tying goal again in that last second of the game to uh, allow that shootout to even happen. Let's go ahead and even hear from Clayton Keller on. Uh, how he thought this game ended up and how that uh, that last play was drawn up in his head. Um, yeah, you know, I think it was a, a great game. And, um, you know, I was saying, you know, right before I came out of the box, she goes, get right to the net. And I kind of kept that in the back of my head. And uh, Devo makes an unbelievable play behind the back pass right on my tape. And uh, I put it in the open net. So um, it was definitely a great play by him and, and all the guys out there. Did you know it was in before the buzzer? Uh, I had an idea, you know, when I came out of the box, I kind of had an idea how much time we had left. And, um, you know, it was definitely cutting it close, whatever, 0.6 or 0.5. But, um, yeah, it was, it was great to see it going before the buzzer. Once again, that's Clayton Keller talking about uh, that, that last play that, uh, that helped Arizona force overtime and eventually get that shootout win. Now, with the win, Arizona completes the road trip to St. Louis, four straight games in St. Louis, coming back with six points, three wins. What a what what a uh, phenomenal way to end it up. Obviously, I only thought it was only going to be uh, you know two games at the time before uh, before the series started. And I said if they can win one, I'll be happy. That the added two go in, and I'm just like, come out with three points, I guess. And they, they just kept going and kept going. I really got to say, this Arizona team is really impressing me. And they are going to continue to do this well if uh, uh, they're going to continue to impress me if they, uh, you know, stay consistent. Before we do close things off about this game, I do want to go ahead and uh, uh, play a little few of, well, play a few of the words from uh, Coyotes coach Rick Tockett and how we think, how we thought this Coyotes team performed and uh, what it means to them as a team moving forward. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, you know, I really believe that bubble experience for some of the, especially young guys, um, this was that type of game. It was a, you know, back and forth, but both teams were working hard, you know, ebbs and flows of the game, and um, we stuck with it. Um, so, you know, a lot of good moments, a lot of big moments uh, for our team. Uh, it was a gutsy effort. What was it like on the bench as you built this game and as you came back from, the deficits that 
you were facing. Yeah, I just felt. Listen, uh, you know, it's a championship team over there. They're they're tough. They're they're, they're a heavy team, and uh, you know, when they were making their push, I, I felt that um, you know the bench wasn't there. It wasn't there, the guys weren't antsy. It was just you know a calmness of the bench. Um, you know, I was probably the most guy getting out, out of control a couple of times, but uh, the the guys held it together. Um, they did they did a really nice job of holding it together. Um, so it's, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a, it's a good win. I mean, obviously it's early in the season, but it's a learning lesson that if you stick with it and you do the right things, you know, you can come out of these, uh, these holes sometimes. Is that. So there we go. Uh, those are the words of Rick Tackett. You're talking about this being a learning lesson for them, you know, like of certain, uh, certain things that can happen if you, you know, you know, stick together as a team and, uh, you know, do what, uh, uh, and and stay confident. I think that's the biggest part. You know, stay confident together as a team. And I think that's the, that's the kind of theme that I've been talking about on this podcast several times. Is is this team has had lack of confidence several times shown on the ice. Uh, this game was one where they did not lose that confidence. And obviously, with that final sequence, that the Vorak, the Keller, you know, in the final second sequences was uh, that 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 proves it. Um, so once again, Arizona, their third straight win, now on a winning streak as they get ready for more of St. Louis later this week. We have a few days off, so we'll try to come up with some more content for you guys as we continue through. We're not done today. We still got some more content coming up for you on this show. Coming up next, we're going to go ahead and talk about the Tucson Roadrunners and their win over the San Jose Barracuda on their second game of the season to start 2-0. We'll get more into that in just a sec. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com. Guys, with Rock Auto, it makes things easier to, you know, purchase car parts online because you don't you don't have to go to a car a car shop anymore or a, you know, those chain auto parts stores that's going to try to upsell you and, you know, sell you parts that you don't need, sell you uh, tools that you don't need. Or just make things super more expensive uh, than than you really need it to be. RockAuto.com is so easy that all you need to do is put in your car or truck information, and it tells you what fits your car with amazingly prices. And it's not gonna try to, of course, upsell you. It'll, it'll just it'll say, "Hey, you need this part? You need a spark plug? We'll give you a spark plug for you know for pretty cheap. You can save about fifty percent." Uh, than you normally would at you know those chain stores. But don't take my word for it. Go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to rockauto.com and fill in the your car or truck information to see what fits your car or truck. And while you're there, go ahead and write uh, Locked On in their How Did You Hear Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. February is Black History Month, and the Lockdown Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with the new series called Lockdown Presents More Than the Game. 
This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discussed the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue with you here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast to talk some Tucson Roadrunners action that happened on Monday. In case you were severely invested with what was going on in St. Louis and that craziness that happened there, you might have missed that Tucson also had a game in, well, the Tucson Arena. They were, again, the away team um, due to some uh, logistical purposes, but that's fine. Not really much of a difference, uh, at least for at least in our own perspective, for the most part, at least. And Tucson will start coming off to a solid start. The Roadrunners now 2-0 and to start the season after a 5-3 win over the San Jose Barracuda. This game came right off the bat and uh, went real fast, real quick. Uh, not 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 a crazy amount of scoring to start off, but they definitely showed their physical presence to start things off, and to show that this team these teams don't like each other. They definitely seem a lot uh, a lot like rivals, and well, this team definitely is a rivalry team. The Roadrunners uh, of the five goals for the Roadrunners all were scored by different players. You had Jan Yannick, Lane Peterson, Michael Carsoni. Um, Michael Bunting and Kevin Roy all scoring uh, for Tucson. Uh, Yannick and Carsoni having their first goals of the season. Well, actually, I could say all of these goal, uh, all of these players had their first goals of the season. Um, just uh, Yannick, more specifically, had his first goal of his pro career. The uh, the. Got to say, though, that the, the the end of the first period was probably the craziest that happened in this Barracuda Roadrunners game because uh, I think the Barracuda scored first and then Tucson tied it and then Tucson took the lead and then the Barracuda tied it. And, uh, so four goals scored in about, uh, I want to say about four and a half minutes. No, maybe about five and a half minutes, yeah. And it was ridiculous. It... Uh, it was all over the place, I really got to tell you that. And really, I guess from that point on, something was said um, during in the locker room between that uh, first period and second period to really change what uh, Tucson was doing defensively to, uh, you know, and, and really take control of this game. And so naturally, I would go ahead and ask the pop fan, head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners, uh, what was said because, you know, it's interesting to see what perspective was you know was going through their heads after a crazy first period like they did so uh pop fan had an answer and his answer was he didn't know because it was something was already said by the time he already got to the um back back to the dressing room let's go ahead and hear his actual words of what he thought about that and the end of the first period, uh, there was obviously was uh, I think it was that last five minutes, four four goals scored between the two teams. Uh, uh, w- what was said during the locker room, maybe for you guys, that kind of tightened things up? Because after after that, it was uh, it seems a lot more defensive. Well, to be honest with you, I, you know what? It doesn't take a lot uh, to motivate this group. I think they they had uh, some self chats, and I think they they. You know, as I was walking into the locker room, they were already uh, having conver- holding conversations and 
uh, you know, making sure they tightened up in certain areas. So honestly, it was no uh, nothing that uh, I said. I, I think it was, you know, more of a, a, a group thing. And, you know, uh, we have some good leaders in the room that know uh, what we expect. And it's easy for them to push the message. Once again, that was Steve Potvan talking about uh, what was said in the locker room after the first period where four goals were scored between the two teams and what changed, uh, what will, what that led, ended up leading to the change of a significantly more defensive Tucson Wilderness team and taking control of the game over the Barracuda. So once again, the Tucson Roadrunners prevailing over the San Jose Barracuda 5-3, to three, starting the season 2-0. and oh. Coming up next for Tucson, they will be up on the road this next weekend, will they'll be facing the Ontario Reign, who you've heard me talk about a couple of times, um, as well as uh, Brett Ferris mentioned a couple of times when he uh, guessed last week on the uh, on the show. So Tucson up against Ontario, that will be taking place over in El Segundo, California. We'll get more on that matchup later this week as it gets closer. But for now, we'll start in taking a look at the week ahead for the Arizona Coyotes. They have a couple days off before getting some more games in back at home at the Gila River. And that will be talked about in just a sec. But first, we're going to go ahead and talk about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. You can use the promo code LOCKEDON to get that bonus. BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Get the upper hand with your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues, breaking down all the stats and information you need to keep ahead of the competition. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's now time to take a a look at the week ahead for the Arizona Coyotes, at least for now. It seems like... The game, next game will be Saturday, February 13th, uh, with a um, reverse retro night that day. Arizona Coyotes will be wearing their reverse retro jerseys, those wonderful purple uh, Peyote Coyote jerseys that I absolutely love. That will be the uh, the fifth of six games against St. Louis, asterisk, because I'll talk more about that later. And then uh, the next game after that will be on Monday, next Monday, and that will be a early game. So Saturday's game will be at 5 p.m. That the uh, puck drop will be then, and the 
Uh, Monday's game will be at 2. Those are the next two games for the Arizona Coyotes, both against the St. Louis Blues for the fifth and sixth time in a row. Now let's go ahead and talk about a uh, something that's been discussed. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but there's been chatter over the last uh, 24 hours of whether or not the, uh, the St. Louis Blues, Arizona Coyotes, and National Hockey League will be adding a seventh game between these two teams with a uh, potential... That of that game being on uh, Thursday. So that will kind of show that these teams won't have to have wait all the way until the end of the week to play games. Of course, there's a lot of uh, logistical things that has to be taken care of to even make that happen. That Thursday game will, of course, be a home game for Arizona at Gila River Arena. Much past that is unknown because there are still two other home games uh, that are scheduled later Next month for Arizona and St. Louis, uh, those games were also, of course, at Healy River Arena. Um, whether or not that changes what that part of the schedule looks like, if one has to be taken out because of, again, you know, moving things around and everything like that, NHL scheduling. Uh, but uh, that's been the discussion, a discussion right now for a seventh game between Arizona and St. Louis. Of course, that seventh game will be on the schedule-wise, will be the uh, the fifth game, making this weekend's games six and seven, respectively. And you, what's pretty funny is I was actually looking at that when I saw the first report. And I was like, you know what? Why the frick not? Why not? Because might as well make it like a full-on playoff series, but instead of the you know the usual. Back and forth, back and forth. You just have it like the typical, uh, not really typical, but you have the uh, the four three style of uh, of a seven game quote playoff series. I I don't know, guys. It's it's you know pretty exciting. Although uh, it's the, you can make the joke that it you know could not matter anyways. The Coyotes won three <laughs> of the last games in a row. Um, maybe if they can just keep that continuing, if they. Um, can keep going. Who knows what this Coyotes team will be capable of the next couple games. Uh, maybe if they can keep winning, I I will say uh, I I am convinced that this team is good. Um, but uh, again, consistency will be the problem. And uh, obviously, I just went down my uh, a tandem on that off, off just off of the scheduling and playoff series and everything like like that. But uh, to see an Arizona play. And the way they're playing against St. Louis is, you know, making things exciting for this team. It should be some in for some good hockey. But let's say, let, let's anyways, let's also say, just for purposes, that the seventh game doesn't happen and Arizona has five days off. You know, a lot of things, you know, could go wrong with that. You know, obviously, um, if you're, you know, running that hot, you kind of want to keep playing. I kind of, I, if I were the Coyotes, I would too. Although, on the flip side of the coin, obviously it wouldn't matter anyways because of, you know, certain injuries, but um, we're coming so incredibly close to Oliver Rickman Larson returning to play. You know, it's it, it seems that uh, he wasn't quite ready yesterday, but it seems that, uh, you know, by the end of this week, he very well could be. So, that's some good news for Arizona. But we'll continue to keep that updated 
as this week goes. But until then, I think we're just around uh, good for today's episode. I appreciate everyone for listening to today. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a good review and subscribe if you've yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. I am at RobLiana1 and uh, also at LO underscore Coyotes. You can tweet at us, send us a direct message, ask us a question that we can answer on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Again, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys stay healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 